This is the Beyond the Profi podcast, the podcast that empowers you and inspires you to seek career excellence while pursuing your passion. And I'm your host, Jasmine Haley. Welcome to the Beyond the Profi podcast. This week's episode is very inspirational and very encouraging. My guests were Dorothy Ferreira and Mary Jensen, who were previous guests of the Mom Jenna's podcast. And I have been very thankful in my professional career to meet these amazing women. They are filled with so much joy and so much positivity. And they are examples of true servant leaders. They are consistently sacrificing their their time and their energy to give back. And you can see the fruits of their labor manifesting in what they share in this particular episode and in how they just carry themselves. Mary was a recipient of Heart to Hands, so you can t- definitely see that she carries on her service uh, with the senior memory care recipients through high life business model she has a business within a business and then you also see that in the outreach that Dorothy does as well as Mary with Alliance for Smiles and the mission trips that they put on I invited them to come back on this podcast and to be re-interviewed because I think it's important for us as dental hygienists uh, when we're dealing with so many much negativity as we see in the world today with on the news it's important for us to fill our minds up with positive thoughts and to continually learn and find ways to give back. When we give back, we immediately remove our mind off of any negative circumstance that we may potentially be going through or challenge that we may be going through, especially when we're serving the underserved or those who truly need our services. And Mary and Dorothy, they share that in this particular episode, and they share on how their many years of doing this work and the mission trip work, how they're now turning their experience to serving the hygienist. They want to educate any and everyone that's willing to listen through their CE course and the work that they're doing on how they can have the same experiences as they have had. And mission trips are not for everyone. They are challenging very much so. But when you hear the stories that Dorothy and Mary share, you can tell just by the emotion that they display and the the passion that you can hear in their voice that it's all worth it. And so with this particular episode, I want you to hear from these amazing women, find out what helped them to keep their careers excellence, uh, their satisfaction in their career, and also to find out how you can personally get involved or perhaps have them come and speak to you at your local uh, component or association meeting because the message that they have to share is invaluable. And certainly if you're not in a position where you can go on mission trips, you will find a way to be able to support these amazing women because what they're doing is nothing short of amazing. So take a listen to this 
episode and uh, keep in mind that they will be speaking at different CE courses, but they will also be one of the feature speakers and panelists at the Think Beyond the Perfect Con in 2018 in October. I haven't officially published the page or website to this event yet, but it's going to be epic. And when I say epic, it's a capital E-P-I-C. So it's going to be a two-day event in October. You're going to be so empowered, so inspired to take on and conquer the rest of your goals. And these amazing women will be there in person sharing their message, sharing their stories, giving you the how-tos on how you can get involved with mission care, especially if you're a clinical hygienist and you are proud to say you're a clinical hygienist and you want to stay in clinical care. These are some amazing resources uh, for you. So definitely contact them. But if you are willing to travel and come to the Think Beyond the Profi Con in 2018, you definitely want to be there to help elevate your career and redefine it so that you can uh, be to the point where you are thinking beyond the profi like these ladies. So enjoy this episode and I look forward to talking with you again the next time. Welcome to the Beyond the Profi podcast. I am excited to have this wonderful conversation. I always say I'm excited and I truly mean that. I have friends here that are joining uh, that I've had the uh, privilege to interview beforehand and now they're coming back on the show together to rock star crown jewels in dentistry and dental hygiene in particular. And I would just love to give a warm welcome to Dorothy Ferreira and Mary Jensen. Welcome to the show. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Jasmine. We did it in in unison. We can do it in harmony. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm just, I'm so excited just for the, for having both of you, both of you on Mom Genis. It was such a great conversation. I love what you're doing. And I think you both have embodied in your career how wonderful dental hygiene could be. It's really what you make out of it. And I think what you both have particularly done is one that should be celebrated. Not everyone can do it. I've learned to have an appreciation for that after hearing Dorothy speak about it to my (laughs) students. I didn't realize the scope of everything that you have to sacrifice when when, uh, providing services internationally so I would love to dive into that get straight into there you know our our whole prom the premise of this podcast is to really focus on career excellence and career satisfaction there's a lot of hygienists and I don't know if you you have seen that also on these forums who are completely miserable Mm -hmm. and I've been there just two years ago and just they see no way out I think that's one of the great things about the boards, though, are that it's connecting people that you would have never had a connection with and hearing people doing amazing things. And all of a sudden, I think it opens up the possibility in your brain that, hey, I could do that. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I I think that it's amazing. I love getting on the boards. And, you know, again, it just is something that I find myself, unfortunately, doing a little bit too much lately. And... (laughs) Uh, yeah. because I, I find it inspiring and I'm learning so much mm-hmm. it's so true I, I agree with you 100% Dorothy and also what you said too Jasmine there's so much information out there and we can all learn from each other and I, and I love that I just absolutely love it me too, me too definitely when you're in graduate school though it's a little bit of distraction I've had to leave some groups and unfollow them 
because mm-hmm. I I'm telling you I would be on there forever. <laughs> yes, I Reading I know. Comments. I'm finding myself using that as I procrastinate as I have that assignment due and I'm supposed to be doing it and I just all of a sudden drift into one of the groups because I need something positive because I'm stressed. <laughs> and it's so true because some of the stories are so inspiring. You that just so it's true. like you you feed on it and then like oh I you know I then there's another one and it's it's really great. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I think too, at least what I've been finding, and maybe it's because I've carefully uh, culled which ones I was going to participate in or at least kind of lurk around in, mm-hmm. um, but I find the majority of what I'm seeing are positive. I'm, I'm joining groups that are, are about positive and building and supporting and encouraging, mm-hmm. and I just find it so refreshing, especially when you hear of how nasty people can be on the internet and I, you know, for me, I think the big thing is is to stay away from the constant complaining because I think that energy just breeds itself. Mm-hmm. And if you're just sitting there and and talking, I mean, we all can complain about everything. I mean, there's always something, you mm-hmm. know, that you could pick on. But when you're around people that are sitting there and helping you to see the the higher parts to it, it just lifts you up and makes you feel that way also. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. Which is why I love being around both of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can be around you guys anytime. I'm like, yeah, they've got the great, they've got great, great energy. I love your enthusiasm. So my question to both of you is, what has given you career satisfaction? Let the listeners know that may have not had a chance to get to know you on uh, Mom Jenna's podcast. What particularly has kept you motivated and passionate in dental hygiene? Well, Dorothy and I know each other um, from mission trip work that we've done with an organization called Alliance for Smiles. They're based out of San Francisco, and they provide uh, cleft lip and cleft palate surgery to underserved uh, children around the world, China and many countries in Africa. And we connected both volunteering for this organization and I would have to say um, it's probably one of the most that one of the things I'm most proud of in my career is that work that I've done with Alliance for Smiles. It's given me a great deal of professional satisfaction. And I always like to say if you're in a situation, your your current work situation, you're not happy with it, go volunteer. Mm-hmm. Go volunteer because you even and I know it's hard. I know we're all busy. We all have you know a million things going on but if you can carve out even a small part of a few hours a month the people that you'll meet will lift you up they'll they'll push you forward would you agree Dorothy oh absolutely I think that also when you are volunteering you you get out of your own stuff and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you realize that you know where you are is not so so bad and that you have something to give I think when you have something that you can give and you can share and there are people that can accept it and appreciate it. Uh, you know, it it just feels really good. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think sometimes in our clinical practice, and even sometimes in, in mission work, but we're working at people when they're their most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, you are getting into their mouth. It's an extremely intimate, vulnerable part of their body, and they're 
a lot of times there might be some pain or some discomfort with it and there's fear because people who certainly grew up in my time dentistry was not the same and so it was not gentle dentistry i you know i had almost every tooth in my mouth filled without um any kind of anesthetic and are you okay i know cpr <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait she's coughing forcibly oh poor okay. jasmine <laughs> I, tried to sneak, I tried to sneak a little soup <laughs> oh. <laughs> nourishment nourishment <laughs> like a gumbo <laughs> and the spice got me i was <laughs> i, I want gumbo so sorry <laughs> No, I want gumbo. And I'm keeping oh. that on the episode. That is so funny. Yeah. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, you guys are so sweet. Instead of laughing, you guys are like, are you okay? I'm getting ready to call 911. <laughs> I'm okay. All right. I won't right. do that again. Perfect. But anyway, I, I just think that, that you, when you're there and you're doing that, sometimes we, we don't get the kind of recognition for the work we're doing. Uh, from from the people we're around and then when you go in and you do some kind of volunteering you, right. you can just really it, it, it gets to be less about you and and I know Dorothy will agree with this there's such a on these mission trips it's a full medical team from plastic surgeons anesthesiologists OR nurses PACU nurses pediatrician it's a full it's a full medical team and wait a minute wait for it Dentistry is incorporated in that. We're all working collaboratively for the better health of that child or that young adult or even older adults we've, we've done surgeries on. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to be um, recognized and appreciated for that. And that, that right there just gives you so much uh, professional satisfaction. I mean, I love that. I love it. I think it should be a rule in just life in general because, yeah, in fact, right. I, was, um, I was at a religious retreat uh, a week or two ago and one of the things that they brought up is when you're dealing with different different difficult challenges and trials when you give of yourself and you serve others just like mm -hmm. you said it just mm -hmm. it brings you a level of satisfaction you feel closer in your relationship to God and and how that um, really kind of gets your mind off of some of the challenges that you're enduring when you're able to do good for mm -hmm. others so I love right. the fact that you brought that that out and that, it's just a life rule in general whether yeah. it's professionally or in your own personal life um, the ability Agreed. to give back is so is so powerful not just for the person that you're affecting th that you're helping but just for you for your personal self your personal development mm -hmm. I love that I really really do so how do you, you know, both of you guys have just such a peaceful aura. I don't know if it's because you're in a different phase in your life where you've raised your children. But <laughs> that makes it Yes, that could be. That could be part of it. How do you keep such a positive mindset? Oh, boy. Um, I think you have to just keep looking into new and different things to do, especially within uh, your personal life, your professional life, and just just keep reaching and trying to continue to grow and to learn. Um, when you stop doing that, if you think you've, oh, we're just going to stay like this, then I think that's when you kind of run into trouble in life. So just to be open to new ideas and meeting new people. And now it's, you know, what we going back to what we were just talking about, the different forums, like there's people that you can get a lot of feedback from instantly, you know, positive feedback. So I think that's just really important. 
Yeah, and I think too that that point about being out there and getting engaged. The one thing that I know, um, Mary, I know that you work with seniors quite a bit. I have a uh, care center that's right by the office where I practice, and so I see a lot of seniors also. And the one thing that I can say is that the ones that are keeping engaged with the world and reading and interested and, and again, just growing and expanding they're the ones that come in that are that are so young in spirit mm -hmm. uh, you know it's don't shut yourself off and and I think that goes to when we're talking about professional excellence right in your profession also you know look for those continuing ed courses that are going to challenge you and expand your mind and what you're able to do uh, you know read the books for, of people that are going to help you become a better you, you exactly know, more of you right I I do uh, some work in the state with the students and when I get a chance to talk to the students the dental hygiene students I'll say you have each other right now but when you graduate you could be in a practice where you could be a solo hygienist mm -hmm. you know get your tribe so to speak you know mm -hmm. together so you have other hygienists that will push you forward and you can help push them forward as well. I think it's really important. It's not good to be isolated in the dentist, in the dental profession. And I think there are many offices that are isolated and I think it's just good um, to really focus and work on collaborating with each other as much as possible. And so I think true. education, I, I right. go back to education all the time because it, it just, forces you to all of a sudden expand your horizons uh, you know for I don't know Jasmine you mentioned that if we mentioned that we're in grad school together no. and you know I here I am I've been practicing hygiene for 30 years and just finished a bachelor's degree and I'm working on on my graduate degree and that has I started it just as a way of when we go on these medical missions and I'm trying to convince these people who are running dental departments to contemplate doing a broader preventive focus. Uh, you know, if you come with the two-year degree, I realized they weren't really listening to anything I had to say. And so I figured, let me go and get those further degrees so that when I go, I come with some authority. And that was really my whole reason first going back to school. But what I found is all of a sudden, it sparked in me this desire to do more mm -hmm. and, and to get more involved in my profession and look for other opportunities beyond working clinically which I probably will do until my hands fall off because I absolutely <laughs> love my clinical practice but I also realize that there are parts of me that really have dreams of other things that I never dared to dream yeah absolutely yeah. it does it really when I um, I actually did my bachelor's degree directly after my associate's degree and that expanded my mind like I just never really mm -hmm. I never really saw anything else than, okay, I'll just go and work, you know, in private mm -hmm. practice. And every single time I've either been intentional with the CE that I've taken or gotten involved with volunteering with the um, professional association. And now with my graduate degree, meeting individuals like yourself, um, it's definitely been a, a huge fire builder, I guess, or sustaining that fire within me to keep pushing and, and seeking 
other ways to have career excellence. It doesn't stop once you graduate. It should be a continuous road for you to, to stay on. Otherwise, you'll right. die out. You'll die out in the profession. Without right. You. And we need to move that prof- our profession forward. Absolutely. And encourage, uh, you know, it's you don't just stop at the associates, you know, even if you're taking one class at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, I went from my associates to my bachelor's to my master's. I kind of went straight through taking classes at night, working full time, way long time ago. <laughs> but I have to say that given the career change that I've had in the last couple of years going from full-time clinical to now working um, providing oral, oral hygiene care for dependent seniors, that uh, that MS after the RDH on my business card has mm-hmm. opened doors in skilled nursing care communities, memory care communities, um, wow. because they might not know what RDH means, but they see, oh, well, she has a master's degree. Wow. And it's, it, I think it has I shouldn't say think. I know it has definitely helped open doors for me. So, um, because you're in the medical field and right. they, they don't know dental. You know, it's our job to, you know, communicate and to educate as many people as we can what the dental hygiene profession is all about and what we can do to help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We can do to help. Absolutely. So, okay, so we mentioned Alliance for Smiles. But uh, you've kind of hinted a little bit about what you're doing for senior care. So we don't want to leave that out and okay. forget to add that. So both of you are have had experience with international care. And I do want to talk a little bit about that a little bit more. But then you mentioned senior care, Mary. So what exactly right. are you doing with that? So I'm part of the High Life Oral Health Alliance. And we're a network of dental hygienists that provide weekly oral hygiene care to dependent seniors. So I have like a business within a business. High Life was started by Angie Stone. Um, just Google High Life, you'll get all the information you ever wanted. And um, I I have my own clients. Um, I saw, uh, today I saw 10 clients in four different communities. And um, most of my clients are in memory care and I see them every week and I provide thorough oral hygiene care, brushing, flossing, proxy brushing, dry mouth sprays, um, you know, I go in with my light and my loops and um, they can't do it for themselves anymore and and many times the staff is taxed and they can't, they just can't keep up with it. So it's a private pay service, the family pays me or pays High Life and High Life pays me and I absolutely love it. I'm doing lots of educational presentations and um, I really think in the future this will be a great leap forward for dental hygiene if we can put a dental hygienist in these communities to provide this care. And it's not for everybody, I get that, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I think for many hygienists they would find it very, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. So, And I like the way that you put it when we initially talk, it's a business within a business. Right. So it challenges right. you in ways that many hygienists are really looking for. They want that autonomy. They want to be able to set their own schedule. They want to be able to have right. an impact and make a difference. And you can do that within within the High Life um, organization. Yeah, within the model. Absolutely. Yep. yep. That is so awesome. So, and I have flexibility with my schedule so I can do these mission trips. And same for Dorothy. That's the big connection. That's it. So how did you find Alliance for Smiles? Like, how what would you say to a hygienist that's looking to do work like that? 
Like, how did you stumble upon that organization? I, for me, I found Alliance for Smiles because a patient in our practice was a Rotarian. And um, Alliance for Smiles was started by five past Rotary presidents in the San Francisco area. And a lot of the funding and the grants that we get come through Rotary. And this group that was in a town close to where I practice, this um, Rotary Club, one of our patients belonged to it and they were helping to sponsor a mission going to the Philippines. And she came in and talked to us in the office about it. And I ended up going to Bangladesh, I think like six months later on that. So um, so anyway, that's how I got to know about it. Mary, how about you? Yeah, so the dentist that I was working for at the time was a Rotarian, and uh, the, the town that we worked in, um, they too were sponsoring, uh, helping to co-sponsor a mission trip. And he, actually, he went to China and came back and was talking about the dental hygienist on the trip, and I just was, you know, wait a minute, what? You know, a dental hygienist on a me- medical mission trip? okay, uh, talk to me, I, I need more information. And I mean, like within nine months, I was on a trip. So um, wow. you you just have to have a little maybe tenacity, would that be a good word, Dorothy? And yeah. do your, you know, your your application and cross your T's and dot your I's and, and have um, a little bit of wanderlust. Like you have to want to go to places and, and, and be out of your comfort zone a little bit. But uh, I mean, Dorothy and I, we've literally been all over the world with this organization, and uh, I can't say enough about it. No, met some of the most incredible people and oh, yeah. had, you know, had a hand in, in seeing miracles happen every day, mm-hmm. all day mm-hmm. long. It, it's just one of the most amazing things to ever be able to be a part of. Right, right. So what's the, what is the most moving story the one that's touched you the most and in your travels oh gosh that's a really hard question you go Dorothy you go <laughs> oh no I was gonna let you go first um I, I you know what I'll, I'll say um for myself and working one of the things that was so wonderful is uh I was in the Philippines and I was working on the father of a baby who was having surgery because the way that we work it is if you've taken care of the patients that you know need to have care and you still have time in your day you grab anybody you can get and you do education and you do you know profi you you do as much as you can so i worked on this father and he had never had his teeth cleaned before in his life and i had to be quite you know firm as i was cleaning and a little bit maybe hurt him and as I was finishing up, he was crying, and I said to the, uh, actually a nurse that was translating for me, please apologize that I heard him, but, you know, tell him I wanted to just make sure I was as thorough as I could be, because I won't be able to see him again, and, you know, they talked for a moment, and the translator came back, and he said, he said he's not crying because you heard him, he's crying because he's never been treated so well, and he doesn't have the words to thank you. Wow. Um, mm. You know, yeah. I, I don't have that happen to me every day. No. So, yeah. so that you know, from my from my own work sense, that was just it, and that was, I guess, my second mission. All of a sudden, it made me realize the impact that I could have as a hygienist on these missions. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There was a a young a young man. He was probably in his late thirties, early forties. 
Um, and this was on a mission trip to Ghana. And his name was Richard. And he had a, a quite severe cleft, you know, bilateral cleft lip. And he presented and they, were, they had time on the schedule and they were able to do the surgery. And I mean, the results were simply miraculous. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. And on the last day of these mission trips, um, those that can come back, come back for a final check with their surgeon. And he he came back and, uh, you know, it just, it looked so good. He had just kind of stayed in the area for, since his surgery, which was just a few days before. And he wasn't leaving. And we couldn't figure out like, okay, well, why isn't Richard leaving? He's still here. He knows he can go. And he didn't want to leave until he got some sort of paper from us that was signed because he no longer looked like his ID and he thought if he was match that picture so he wanted to let one of the doctors from one of the surgeons saying I did this on him and that's you know to, to correct this and uh, it was just so you know you're you're so wrapped up in so many different things and then all of a sudden you come to this you know halting stop and you're like wow we have just totally changed the direction of this man's life and it's uh wow. it's it's just it's just amazing yeah and, and that's I incredible think to uh, i i think the uh, the time that we get to spend with people and the connections we can make i, I thought of one other story from nigeria where there was a little girl who came and sat in my chair and she had rampant decay i don't think there was a single tooth in her mouth that did not have decay wow. and it was unusual for what i saw in nigeria because the diet there does not tend to have a lot of sweet things and so you know i start talking with her dad and i'm i'm asking about things and about her diet and he said yeah she she likes sweet food and you know so we give her whatever she wants and i said why would you do that and he said because she's very ill she had um sickle cell anemia Mm -hmm. and i i said you know part of the thing is is that she needs nutrition and and she probably is not able to eat because of all of this disease in her mouth and you know I'm making her soup something that has some nourishment for her besides just the sweet soft foods one of the doctors that was from country um, they were all on strike while we were there and he overheard me talking with this father and the little girl and he decided to um, forego the strike and quietly worked on her every day mm. and uh, right before we left the dad came back to me and he told me that her name was Habib and he said Habib only has one more tooth that needs to be filled they're going to take care of it the next week and and I asked how she was doing because it was really extensive amount of work and he said she's doing great and I looked and I said is she eating and he had this smile on his face that I'll never forget and he said yes she's eating real food again and I thought you know it was because of my role as a hygienist where I have that time to sit and get to know people and, and talk to them and look beyond and because of our education and knowing about nutrition and all that it allowed Mm-hmm. me to have that place in there too mm-hmm. uh, I you know again those are just a couple of the, the things that for me as a hygienist that were just blew me away Jasmine this could be just a whole other podcast we could just I go know. on and on and on with these yes. stories <laughs> Mary we'll have our own podcast it'll be Dorothy and Mary recount the the patients on mission no if people want to hear I would more subscribe. They have, 
they have to they have to have Dorothy and I come and speak to their group because we That's we want right. to share all of our experiences. Yeah, and, so that and was my next question. That was actually yeah. my next question. Like, how are you helping hygienists to enter international care and mission uh, trips? Mary and I together, we were both in Zimbabwe this summer on a mission. It was amazing. It and we had ahead of time been talking about it, but there we really had a lot of time to talk and decided that we wanted to create a continuing ed course and an information session with hygienists to teach them or, or to share with them ways that they can get involved in doing medical missions or, or dental missions, just getting involved in missions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're excited about that and we'd love to have the opportunity to share it with anybody. Uh, you know, hygienists, assistants, dentists, they bring a full dental team on these trips mm -hmm. as well. So um, we'd love to answer questions and just share our experiences. And we have some, I'll just say, pretty remarkable pictures yes. uh, that uh, if, if, you know, if you're not shedding a tear, there's something wrong. <laughs> there's something wrong. <laughs> I certainly was so full of emotion after hearing just one of you. Okay, I've Dorothy, <laughs> hearing Dorothy speak and, and seeing um, what she's done just gave me a newfound respect. I just didn't, I didn't fully understand. And I don't really until you actually experience it. But just getting that little bit of piece of the, of um, what she, what she shared from her trip. And that was just such a short period of time that she was with us was just absolutely phenomenal. So I definitely, listeners, um, I endorse this CE. <laughs> and beyond the profi, endorse, endorse the CE. You have got to book them and actually hear them speak. It's, it's absolutely powerful. It just gives you such a greater appreciation of what we're able to do in our profession. If you're not sure whether or not we have an impact you need to hear them you really do and and we also share a lot of resources so that if it's something that you're interested in doing a first of all you can always contact one of us and we can help you along too yes but we'll also give you the resources so that way you can prepare yourself for it what what do you need to go on on a medical mission what do you have to do to prepare how right. should you go about it mm -hmm. we have packing lists and you know, you need to bring, you know, and I it literally lists out everything that you need to bring. And, you know, so again, like you were going, going back to the different forums that are, you know, on Facebook and, and such now people helping each other, we're the resource for that. And we want to assist in any way that we can, because we love doing it. So mm -hmm. when you love doing something, you want to share it. And, and I think we too know how incredibly, um, we feel, I, I guess, how much it's changed our lives. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the the richness that's given to us, and it's kind of you want to share that. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's you don't want to be the only one that gets to have that experience. You want people to really feel what it's like to to be a part of changing lives in a very, very visible, clear way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we all change lives in ways, but you don't always know about. Absolutely. So my final question to both of you is, what is the best career advice you've ever received? Best career advice? Ooh, that is a good question. I'll just mm. say for me, it's keep learning. 
That I, I was just going to I was going to say stay in school, but that sounded kind of corny. <laughs> I'm glad I got it out first. Yeah. <laughs> now you got to yeah. think of something else, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Um, be adventurous, you know, be adventurous. Don't uh, don't feel, you know, pegged into a certain role. Um, look, look for other things that are out there, you know, continue growing. How many years um, of practice for you, Mary? 36 years as a dental hygienist. Wow. And yeah. 30 for you, right, Dorothy? 30 for me, yeah. I just I just had my 30th anniversary at the office where I'm practicing. Wow. That's incredible. Incredible. Nobody noticed it but me. <laughs> <laughs> and your patients. Your patients but, noticed but that. But it's okay. So. But it's okay, yeah. No, it's it's good. It's I'm family there, and that's all right. <laughs> Well, you know what? Yeah, that's true. That is so true. That says a lot that you've been in in that practice for that long. So it's obviously a good, a great place. Great Mm -hmm. place. Well, you know, I just, I just want to thank you both so much for being on here and uh, sharing your journey, a portion of it, because there's so much more to tell. Um, If listeners are interested in getting in contact with you, where should they go? Um, they can email me. I'm happy to to respond via email at Mary Jensen, M-A-R-Y-J-E-N-S-E-N-R-D-H at gmail.com. And I'm on Facebook too, so you look me up there. And my email would be my name, Dorothy Ferreira. That's D-O-R-O-T-H-Y-F-E-R-R. E-I-R-A. I hope that you put it in some writing, Jasmine, yes, because it's <laughs> at me.com, M-E.com. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I, I love everything that you've shared. I already know exactly what I'm going to title this this episode, and I can't wait. <laughs> it's like formulating in my head, like, oh, yes. Um, I just can't wait to share it and uh, see the response from, from hearing from hearing about your travels so thank you again for being on the show thank you thank you jasmine thank you for inviting us to come back on absolutely anytime anytime (laughs) yeah and and so now i have to go and do some schoolwork jasmine yeah (laughs) you two need to go study now you need to go study no i have to do my i have to give my first lecture tomorrow i have a double back lecture tomorrow morning what's the topic you'll be fine um i'm well you know it's interesting Cle- the treatment of the cleft lip and palate patient. Wow. And, and then orthodontia. I thought it was kind of appropriate yes, for me yes, to have that absolutely. topic. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two ones that I'll be talking on. So I'm just actually finishing up some stuff now for my lecture so that I'm ready. Be All right, teacher. Fine. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, right. Jasmine. Good night, guys. Thank you, Jasmine.